This is Building Grit, One Call at a Time. On this podcast, I take my experiences that I've had, as well as the experience of others, to show you how I've built grit and how my guests have built grit. And today, I'm super stoked to bring someone to you that's from across the globe, all the way across the world. We're in a complete different time zone, which is super exciting for me. This is my guest, Anthony Hammond. How are you doing today, Anthony? Yeah, I'm great, brother. I appreciate being on here, man. And um, I love the fact that we can jump on something like this on the opposite sides of the world and just connect. So, oh, man. I'm appreciative. So awesome. I'm super appreciative for you coming on. Um, this is the first time that I've actually ever interviewed someone on my podcast across the world. Uh, awesome. Everybody else has been in the U.S., so this is super exciting for me to just get completely different perspective, you know, compared to, as Americans, I think often we get caught up in our own little box when I've gone and traveled outside the country, one of the biggest things I've found is that there is so many different perspectives across the globe compared mm-hmm. to America. And we are, as Americans, I think that we are so confined um, and we really don't understand all of the other things that are out there. And so being able yeah. to talk to other people about that is super exciting for me. 100% brother. And, and I agree with that for all of us because we are, I mean, Australia is a perfect example of that because we're very isolated. We have a tenth of the population or a twelfth of the population of the US, yet we're the same size. So we're and we're we're away from everybody. We don't have other countries very close to us. And and I think we all find that. But the point you made there is a really good one. Traveling the world and experiencing what other people go through is a game changer. I've been traveling for 25 years around the world. Where I travel to now, I try and get right in amongst other cultures and experience how other people live, the hardships they go through. And there's nothing more satisfying than coming back home to a great country and realizing what you've actually got in front of you. Like the opportunities you don't see unless you go and experience what other people have to go through. And to come home and go, fuck, look at the opportunities we have. The fact that we live in this country is 99.9% better than the most, the rest of the world. Same the US, Australia, you know, you go to any of these first world countries, we are so lucky, but you don't appreciate that until you go and see that other stuff. And I, I, I really encourage people to travel. I think that's uh, just a game changer. Oh man, I agree so much. You know, I always lean into my, my biggest experience was my experience going to Uganda on a medical yeah. mission and just seeing the poverty, seeing what true poverty looked like. You know, I thought I knew what poverty was, and then I went to Uganda and I was like, okay, like now I understand what true poverty is because even our bums live better than, you know, some of those people do in Uganda. It's crazy to me. Man, Australia has a program where we pay people not to work. Like it's not like the US where if you don't work, you just, you are out on the street and then you've got to work. You've got to try and come up with a job. We just pay people not to work. Like it's, it's so easy. This instant gratification is just handed to us day in, day out. It's so easy to make the easy choices. And I'm, I love the name of your, your podcast, you know, Building Grit One Call at a Time. It defines everything. It defines success. It, devo- it defines discipline. It defines life. It doesn't matter where you are on this planet. And this is what I love about those third world countries. They know it better than we'll ever experience it because they have to start from rock bottom. They have to just to survive. They do shit that we don't even comprehend. And, and you're 100% right. You go to them countries and to just immerse yourself into their world and think, wow, you know, we, we do programs over here. We go and we work out, we go to the gym, we have a hard day, we get stressed and anxiety over shit that doesn't even matter. These guys and women are trying to survive and it's incredible. It's, it, it is a life-changing experience and yeah, man, it's, it's, um, I'll, I'll never stop traveling. I'll never stop going into other people's countries and experiencing and just learning. I love it. I love it. Yeah, me too. I'm, you know, I'm really bummed because this COVID bullshit right now is making it really hard to go anywhere. Like we can't go anywhere. We just went to Vegas, you know, it was only an hour flight and that shit yeah. was weird. It was weird just traveling within the U.S. So, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. you just can't go anywhere, which is really a bummer for me because I really do enjoy getting out and seeing those things. I think it's, it's another time to reflect on the appreciation of what we've normally got. Like yeah. the, the access that we have to get around the world now is, is so easy. Um, it's cheap. You can go anywhere in the world for so cheap and you can experience stuff. And when someone cuts that off for whatever reason, it, 
it frustrates you and it pisses you off. And yeah, and it's like you're being enclosed in, but it's also a good time to reflect and go, okay, why am I like this? And how can I self-develop? And, but I, I hear you, man, it's, it's, um, it's the biggest load of bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's but what do we it's crazy. What do you, do? you can't, nothing yeah. we can do, right? Nothing we can nah, do about it. Nah. Gotta kind of roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just diving in. And I mean, innovation for me is, this is what builds stuff for me. Opportunity and innovation all come from times like this because people mm. are in way much worse positions than we are. And when we get stuck like this, we feel it, but it's time to actually experience it and say, well, how can I help people now? Because I mean, that's the key. Serve, serving others is the key to wealth. And it's that opportunity for you to wake up and go, am I giving everything I can? How can I serve more people? What do they need right now? Instead of that, that scarcity mindset of nobody's got any money, they've all lost their job. No one wants to pay anyone for anything at the moment. So my business is going to have to close. And it's, it's so wrong. It's like everybody needs help right now. There's people struggling in business and will continue to go in business and they need help and they need help with their physical um, achievements, their body, you know, everything. So it's, um, right. there's mass opportunity right now to help people. I right. mean, that's the key, impact. You know, impact is what will build any business. If you can impact others, then you're on the right track. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. And you know, this, this quarantine for me, has absolutely been the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life because I have have found so much opportunity, like you're saying, within this. I have found so many things. I'm making connections like this connection right now. I got to tell you, connecting with you, Arate, the whole thing, it would have never happened for me had COVID not happened. And so there are parts that I hate about COVID. I think that it's bullshit. I think it fucking sucks so bad along with everybody else. However, I see the opportunity because, you know, if we look at all the downturns, all the economic downturns across the world that have happened, those are when the biggest companies are born. These are when huge, huge companies are born, you know, Lyft, Uber, those were all born in economic downturns because people had to be innovative. They had to make a decision to figure out how am I going to make money? What am I going to provide for people? What, how am I going to provide for people what they need? Right. And so I couldn't agree with you more like this is, there's good things about this and there's bad things about it. Right. But we got to, we got to roll with the punches. We got to do what we can do. And there always is, you know, no matter what you, what you go through, you've got to adapt. You always got to adapt to what's in front of you. And I wake up and I expect bad shit to happen. Like every day for me is the battlefield. And the only way to go through my day is to be prepared in the morning and just say, shit is going to happen today. What's it going to be? How am I going to address it? How am I going to adapt? What am I going to do to impact the world and make this a better place? And that you can bring that right down to the macro level where exactly what you said, the biggest companies come out of innovation and out of struggle and out of economic downturn. So did the biggest bodies. So did the biggest mindsets. So did the best relationships. I mean, people are kept at home right now with their family that they've probably never seen for the last 10 years. And they're like, fuck, you know, seeing my wife or seeing my kids every day, this is a whole different world. What am I going to do with that? Am I going to stress over the fact that I'm seeing them too much? Is this really a good relationship? Did I like it not seeing them? Or are you going to build on it and go, how blessed are we to actually spend more time with our family right now? Body, go into your own head and go, what's wrong with my body? How can I use this time to get better? I mean, everything comes out of struggle if you look at it from the right perspective or you look at it from the wrong perspective and everything goes downhill. And that's the that's the 1% to 3% of everyone I come across. They've got it and they will work out a way to get through tough times or they will jump on that victim bandwagon and they'll just slide down the hill. Yeah, that's where that grit comes in. And I would I would argue, the whole reason I called this podcast Building Grit One Call at a Time is because I would argue that grit is one of the biggest things that you have to have if you want to be successful in life. You have got to build grit. You have to. Yeah. Because if yeah. you don't, you are never going to make it. You're always going to give up. You're always going to fail, right? Because if you don't have that grit, because you're right, there is shit every day that is going to happen to you that sucks, yeah. right? There is stuff that is going to, you know, there are things that are going to rock your world. In my profession, you know, being a fire medic, every day I see somebody that is jacked up. I see people in their worst situation, their worst moment, people that have tried to commit suicide, people that have, you know, lost a limb. So I'm constantly seeing these worst moments. And that's Mm. when I really, in my mind, I'll get, okay, like I have to build grit. I have to be able to use this because if I don't, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit in self-pity and be sad and be upset about it all the time because it's 
it's a day. I mean, 17 years in the fire service, I've seen some shit now. Right. Man, appreciate that you do that, brother. I mean, those types of jobs are caring for people. I mean, you don't do those types of jobs for the money. You care about people. You want to help people. And it takes a long time before you start to realize the mental health impacts that come upon you. When you see something like that, I mean, I'll give you an example of what to do. Whenever you see something that is so terrible in other people's lives, the first thing that I do is I think, how can I help that person? And then immediately after that, I think of three things in my life that I'm grateful for because I want to be able to impact people, but I also want to have that self-help for myself to realize that I am so fortunate and so lucky. And it's taking bad situations and turning them into the best possible situation you can for yourself. Because otherwise, again, you go down that slippery slope. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That's such great advice. Uh, One thing that I've done for me, you know, I'm in a really good place right now. I really have learned how to, I mean, I've been through some shit and I've been in some really bad, deep, like deep depression. However, right now I'm I'm good. It's all good. You know, I'm, I'm glad for it. I'm happy that that has happened because I can look back and I am where I am because of where I was. Right. And I think that all of us, are in that position, as long as you look back and you realize where you've came yeah. from, right? You've because you've got to learn. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you can get caught up in this loop where you're this 100%. infinity loop where you're just constantly going back to this, oh man, life is bringing me down. Life is bringing me down. But yeah. that's when you get into like, hey, manifest some good stuff in your life. Like manifest good, right? And those yeah. things will come. Brother, it's, um, it's the key. I mean, there is nothing better than getting into a place like depression and realizing that you're going to get through it. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You are the light. And you can only put that together if you have been through hard shit before. The first time you go into a place like that, it's dark and scary and and you don't know what's going to happen with your world. But like you said, you build grit, you build discipline, you build consistent discipline. And all of a sudden, the next time you go to war and, and something bad happens, yeah, it's shit. Yeah, it's a bad place. It's going to take all sorts of things to get out of it. But when you know with through self-confidence and through grit that you've built up in the previous part of your life that you're going to get through it, there is nothing better because you learn. As soon as I go through something tough, something hard, a mistake, whatever, I sit with it and I go, this is a really bad place to be. And then I go, hang on, this is actually the peak of learning right now. I am in the learning capacity of my month, week, year, whatever, sit with this. What's going on in my head? How can I overcome this? What strength, what tools have I got to use? And, and one of the keys that I do, and I, I can draw a little info, like a little graphic, but basically we're walking along this line. If you think of just a straight line and every day we fall and we fall down into this gully, which I call the shit. So you walk along, bang, fall into the shit. The key is to get back up to paradise, which is back up onto that line again. And you can sit down here as long as you want. You can stay in the shit as long as, like you said, that mind will play and you'll play games and you're the victim and you'll blame and you'll go through all of those things until you make a decision that I don't want to be in the shit anymore. I want to get back to paradise. And when you do that once, the whole key to moving forward in life is to shorten that gap. You're always going to fall into the shit. But as soon as you can go, bang, I'm in the shit. How do I get back to paradise? What am I going to do? And you get back up there. And that's the key. It's simply... Being able to build that grit, build that discipline, build that resilient mindset that works when it needs to work. There's no good having a resilient mindset when things are great. There's no good having grit when you've got all your dreams come true. They don't work then. They work at the hardest times and that's like going to the gym. You know, you work your muscles, the hardest part of the gym is actually really hard. But if you do it consistently and long enough, you get the results. So it's um, 100%, 100%, I, I agree. Right. And I love the, the fact that you bring up that you're always going to fall back into the shit. It's just how quick can always. you get back out of it, right? That's it. And I think yeah, that four, often, seven times. Yep. I think often people think that they're going to fall in it and then they're going to have these tools, these ladders to get out of it, right? And then they think, well, I, I got the ladder. I'm never going to fall back in. Well, it's like, no, you're still going to fall into it, right? You yeah. may not fall as deep into it. And yeah. if you do fall in it, that ladder may already be there set up yeah. for you to crawl right back out of it. If you've set yourself up and you've given yourself the tools, however, to think 100%. that you're not to think that you're not going to have problems or issues once you get to like this or that, you know, I, I know I used to live in the space of I always was looking forward to the next moment, yeah. right? 
I was always in that space of like, I'm looking forward to vacation or I'm looking forward to, you know, this event or that event. And until I realized that the joy is right now, right? Yeah. Like if you're not living in the present moment right now in that joy, like what is the point? What's the point in life? 100%. And that's a, that's a really hard concept for someone that can't do that to get to. But when you, it's like everything, you can't just click your fingers and come back to the present moment. You have to work through it, work for it. And again, build that discipline to find the present moment. But I agree. The best moments in your life are right now. They always are. The best things you ever did in your life were at that exact moment. And they are right now. It, it, it's so true. I mean, dude, I could talk all day about, you know, being in the present and, and getting your mind out of all the bullshit that goes on, all of the thoughts that go on and just coming back. That's where innovation comes from. That's where your ideas come from, your creativity, your love, your desire. Everything comes from the exact moment right now that you can build upon. So yes, 100%. Awesome. Why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do, brother? I've got a couple of businesses. A few years ago, I started an app development company. So I make apps and I got into that. When I started that business, it was solely about I had to get out of a career. I had to get out of a six-figure career because it was ruining me. I was going through all sorts of stuff in that and there had to be a way out because otherwise I wouldn't have been around. And I struggled because I went, how do I make money? I've, I mean, I've, I've invested in property. I've done all the right things. I did all the things that most people, you know, the average person would do in a good position, yet what, what am I going to do now to build a business? So I went to Google and I just Googled how to make money online. I mean, this, was the, this is the key to how to build a business is simply doing research, doing the work. And I come up with about 10 different ideas, write an ebook, build websites, all these things. So I did them all. I went in and I spent a year writing an ebook. I spent 12 months working out how to use WordPress and build websites. Then I come across an idea that said, make apps. And I went, I like apps. I don't play games or I don't really do any of that, but I thought that's interesting. So when I got into that, I just realized the potential. I just found a niche market in games that I thought, this is, this is the key. And the funny thing was the first amount of money that I ever made within the first maybe month was $2. And I woke up the next morning and I looked down at my advertising account and I went, shit, I just made $2 overnight. Now, I'd, admittedly, I'd put in a month's work but when I saw that $2 come in without any actual physical work, that was a game changer for me. Everybody I told laughed at me. Everybody, when I said, man, I made two bucks. And they're like, you know, congratulations, you're a millionaire. And I'm like, nobody <laughs> else could see what I could see. Like scale this shit. And so anyway, long story short, I turned that $2 into $4, into $8, into $16. And very quickly, I realized that I needed help. So I went out and I hired a coach. And I got some help on really hitting my niche market and, and work, working out what marketing and advertising were because I was new to this. I had no idea. And all of a sudden, it just started to blow up. And before I knew it, I was hitting 10K a month. And I went, this is like a legitimate business now. This is, this is what I wanted to do. And from that come opportunity. As soon as I realized, if I, when I was chasing money, which I was, 100%, I was chasing money. I thought that was the answer. And I started to peak and hit ceilings. And then opportunities come at me from left and right and investors come to me and found me and wanted to buy my assets, buy my games because they could see how productive and cash flow that was, they were producing cash flow. So I then, I didn't really want to do that. And I talked to a few people and they said, well, you wouldn't sell them. If you sold them, you know, you're crazy. These things are making you money. It's like, you, you know, your, your golden goose, you lay in the golden eggs, the goose. And I, I didn't think like that. I thought, hang on, here's someone that was in the position I was in and I was struggling and I've developed something. I want to help them. So I sold them assets. I sold them games. And then all of a sudden, more people come in. And so then I had to produce more games. I had to build my team out. So then I had this business now where I'm helping people. I'm making 20 to 30K a month within the first few months. And business now has another way to scale and another way to grow. From there come the next opportunity. And it's like, this is the thing. A lot of people look for extra income coming in with different flows from different areas. And they're trying to anticipate it or guess it. That's not how it works. You have to build something and wait for opportunity to come in from your clients. So my clients then came to me and said, look, you've shown us how to manage these assets so that they continue with this cash flow." But I mean, my clients were quite, quite decent size, you know, investors. They didn't want to do that work. They didn't have the time to do that work. So they continually come to me with this problem that 
you know, I can't do the work that you told me I had to do and I'm struggling with it. Now, my original business plan was not to create myself a job. At that stage, I was doing two or three hours a day and I was going out and living life and, and just, you know, exercising and being with my son and doing all this stuff. And it was that time that I realized I can't just sit back now while this opportunity is happening. So I built a system to take over their problems and I started to manage all of their assets. Again, another income stream come in. I eventually outsourced that. But the thing, the key to this business was help your clients with what they want all the time. And the more I did that, the more my business grew, the more opportunities come in and it just scaled. So that was really how I established my first app development company. And it got to the point where, I mean, people ask me, am I a programmer? Am I a developer? No, I've never been in any of that. I'm, I'm an investor and an entrepreneur and I just love building stuff. And then I love helping people. And what came from that was a couple more businesses. I got an investment portfolio of properties. I started a brand, Swagger, which is my apparel brand. And I also, the next opportunity come, which was coaching. And it was, it came at me for about two years. I had all of my clients wanted personal development coaching. They wanted, yeah, they had the money. They had all the money in the world, but they didn't have fulfillment. They didn't have drive. They didn't have self-confidence. They fell out of love with their spouses. And it, you know, I'd done so much work on myself that I could just see the answers. And I'll, I'll admit I avoided it for a long time because there's a lot of work in, in working with someone and being their coach. But I found so much fulfillment in it. And at one point last year, I decided I have to help people again. And this is another angle. I'm just going to have to find time out of my company to, to go down that angle. So that's one of the companies that I'm really loving at the moment. And it's just because the results people are getting are amazing. There's nothing better. You know, if you help someone else by serving, you will always win. And it's a fulfillment win. It's nothing else. But the money always comes after the work. Money's not even a, money's not a problem. People always think, I need money. Money's the problem. Money's not the problem. They are. Like you are. If, if you right. think money's the problem, you are. And that's the key. Yeah. And, and when you get that, I mean, you can build anything. I build businesses now all the time. So it's, I could actually say I've built 100 businesses, but most of them I build with clients and I build a business around what they do and then off they run with it. And I love it. That's so yeah. awesome. That's There's a few things that you I know. I love that, man. There was a, a lot of, a lot of really good stuff in that. One of the things that really strike me is that, so you're in this job that you're making decent amount of money, right? Yeah. So it would have been easy for you just to stay where you were and just been okay 100%. with life, right? And just yeah. continue on. Yeah. And you probably would have yeah. lived, the, lived the happy life and you would have been probably at this mediocre, like you would, I'm sure you sounds like you weren't struggling. There was not necessarily, um, there was nothing that was, you were doing okay, right? At that I point. Was. I was for a while and probably for a decade, but you get a six figure job and you think you're done. You think like you start to look out 20, 30 years and realize that I've got a six figure job. I'm good. Everything's good. Six figures is shit. Like six figures is not a good life. And, and people think six figures is a good life. Six figures is, is just enough to do the basics, but you get fed all this bullshit that it's enough. And then you get mm. incentives with other little things like your sick leave, your annual leave, you get all this other stuff, but shit did go wrong in my work and stuff. Like I said before, you know, there's always things that are going to go wrong. And for some people, they get through life without hitting any major hurdles, but we go through things that cause anxiety, PTSD, stress, depression. And when that stuff hits you, it's almost like you go, why me? Why did this stuff happen to me? And again, you have to look at life and go, hang on. Somebody got killed today in a car accident. Somebody lost their child in some other situation. So it's okay that this is my shit. This is the cards that I've been dealt. So how am I going to deal with this? And, and I got put into this really tough place where I struggled just being good. I struggled with the mediocre. I struggled with the everyday six-figure life and you add things of depression and you add all that stuff in to that. It doesn't matter whether you're on seven figures, to be honest. When you go through that shit, you've got to reevaluate your life. You've got to ask yourself, why do I keep turning up when I can't? You know, it's physically almost um, impossible to show up at a place. And I, I see so many people that go through this, that they have, they have things that happen and they struggle to turn up. And sometimes it's a calling that this is not what you need to be doing. This is not where you need to go and you've got to find a way out. And that's where I found myself completely backed up against a wall and I had to find a way out. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but that's, saw, that's when you hit that position, man. You've got no choice. 
and you saw two dollars and two dollars for you and, and that was it like that, that was, was the key that That's was it so yeah. it's i love that i love that part of this story because yeah. if you're listening to this right now hey two dollars can turn into so much more if you see the potential right and you yeah. saw the potential in that two dollars and you were not willing to give up you saw this thing and you're like everybody else is laughing at you like two bucks and you're like yeah watch this. Like, you know, you had learned how to build that grit. I say to people, you've only got to double what you did today. Like imagine if you could, and and it makes sense when you say $2, double that $4, double that $8. If you double, now I'm just going to, I think I got this right, but if you double $1 21 times, you make a million dollars. So if you can find something that makes you $2 and then double it every day in 21 days, you can be a millionaire. Now that shit blows my mind because that then I can scale things. I can scale them on a micro, macro level, even on a bigger scale. And as soon as you can take your mindset out about away from what you know, because most of us know how to go and buy something online or buy something on Craigie's List or Facebook Marketplace for $100 and double it and make $200. Like that's the key. If you can do that, now you go and buy a motorbike for $2,000 and sell it for $4,000. And then you go to a house and you flip it. And all of a sudden you're in businesses and you're doing the exact same thing. They take a little bit longer, but it's the same concept. And it's a scarcity mindset. It's that fear that they haven't done something before. But that was all it was. And when I went two bucks, I went, this is a game changer. Because I knew then I had something. And, and like, you know, grit, discipline. When I find something that I'm going to win at, when I find a key to something, it's that aha moment. And it's like, I've done it. I knew at that moment I'd done it. That was more impressive to me than down the track when I first hit $60,000 in a day. And I remember hitting 60K in one day and I rang a good mate of mine and my brother. I may have told my mum, three or four people I told. I went, I made $60,000 in a day. And I was like, it's pretty cool. It wasn't like the $2. The $2 was ridiculous. But that grew to the day I made 100K in a day. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. I don't think I told anyone. There was nothing in that. There was no fulfillment. It was almost like this is inevitable. And it's like when you get into a culture of a business and you build a culture around a business model, I'll, I'll walk into a business and I'll have a look at how it's performing and immediately I'll see the culture's the problem. If you can fix the culture in this business, this thing will just scale. This thing will blow out of the water, but it's going to take time. And that's, the, that's what I love about working with somebody else that's got an idea. You know, a lot of people come to me, especially was when I was doing a lot of apps and they'd say, I've got an app idea, but I don't want to tell you what it is because you'll take it. I'm like, dude. I get thousands of app ideas. The one thing that I'll tell every single person out there, if you've got an app idea, I can guarantee you it's already been made. Someone's already had that idea. Don't worry about that shit. You know, all those, those companies you talked about earlier, Airbnb, Uber and all that, they weren't invented by them. They were invented by someone else and probably someone else. And eventually someone took that idea and blew it out of the water. That the people that execute, they're the winners. So, yep. you know... Steal like an artist, find someone's idea, turn it around, put your spin on it and blow it away and execute on it. And you've got a good, robust business. Well, it's like, look at China, right? What has China done? China takes yeah. everybody else's ideas and they do it Always. faster, cheaper, right? Yeah. More efficient. And they make yeah. more damn money at it. 100% so because the, they use the doing. other side of their brain. So yeah. the right brain and the left brain, and they are so good at doing the execution. Like there's, the Americans have brilliant minds, Australians, Europeans, we have all these great ideas and concepts. The Chinese execute on them. They go, yep. that's a great idea. Let's execute the fuck out of that and build the greatest thing in the world. That's, man, they're... Right. That's why that country is rising above. That's why they're yeah. making so much money. That's why they're really starting to take over you know, at a higher stance in the world because 100%. they aren't able to do that. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. You know, it's like yeah. uh, right now I, I have a, I just... I just purchased my, I have a trailer that I rent out and I just purchased my second trailer. So yeah. So, and I totally see that like, okay, now I got my second one coming, right? Because I took the cash from that first trailer and I'm using yeah. that to buy the second trailer. And so and instead, of, instead of blowing that money, I'm using that to start the next one. Right. Exactly. And so, and that's, I totally see that. And I'm so, yeah. starting to see that in a lot of things that I do. Like, okay, all I got to do is just scale, 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 scale. It so is, yeah. I love, I mean, I did I love that, that. My first property, I bought, I bought a property when I was 17. Good choice, good move. It took me 10 years before I bought my second property. Then it was five years after that before I bought my third property. So almost 15 years for me to get three properties. 
two years later, I bought three properties and six months later, I bought another property. So after that 15 year of hard work and doing all the education, going to the seminars, working out how I'm going to get the deposit, building up some equity, going through all the economic downturns and everything, that discipline of staying in the game for the long run, all of a sudden built momentum and then we had a good run and we get more equity. Then all of a sudden I can start buying duplexes and triplexes and units. That stuff comes at the end of the long game and it's no different with anyone that wants to go into the gym. And I love always aligning the gym with business because it's exactly the same thing. We all want that end result. We don't actually want that. That's, that's another thing. We think we want that end result. We think we want the money. We think we want the six pack. We actually want the fulfillment and the self-confidence, but mm. we all want that end result and we're not going to get it in any quick turnaround fucking shortcut. We're going to have right. to do the work. I mean, that's just like you've built building grit one call at a time. I agree with that concept so much because I, I believe the key to everything is discipline. The answer is discipline. If you can build consistency on top of that discipline, every conversation that I have to someone goes to that level. And then I go one further level, which is where I built my latest company from. No matter what we come up with, with discipline, with grit, with consistency, you still got to do the work. And no matter where I go with any conversation, it is always the last layer is, yes, we've come up with all the strategies. We need the strategies. We need all of these tools. We need to know what we're doing, but you still got to do the work. And um, it was no coincidence that the the registration on my truck become do work, that my company that I launched become the do work foundation, because then I realized, how can I impact more people? How can I help more people to understand the truth? Because the truth is not what we've been told for so long. All the bullshit that we've been fed about how you can have everything you want and you're worthy and you're good enough and all that, like they're good things to say to someone when they need to hear it, but it's not the truth. The truth is you've got to fucking stop all this bullshit that you're feeding yourself and you've got to do the work. And no matter where we are in relationships, in building a body, in building a million dollar company, whatever you've got to do, we'll go through everything, layer after layer, strategy after social media plan, after whatever we've got to do. And at the bottom of it, the last thing is now you just got to do the work. And I mean, yeah. that's, that's the key. It's mindset. Mindset is everything. Right. And the work never ends, right? Just like you said, never. just like you're still going to fall in the shit and you're still going to have to work out of it. It's Always. never going to end. It is, it's a never ending process. The it's more never you over. Build, the more you, you build and develop and grow, you will find bigger problems. You know, anybody that's a professional athlete or that goes to the gym for years, they'll come across injury. They'll come across all of these other things that weren't a problem when you were back here. You go into business, you're going to come across tax problems. You're going to come across client problems. You're going to come across legal problems. You're going to come up across things that you never would have imagined. And as you first start out, they're scary. But when you build that grit, you build that discipline and you build that resilience to having that mindset of problem solution, problem solution. Every day I wake up, I'm going to war. I'm going to get hit with problems and I'm going to approach them from a solution perspective. That's all I can do. And that's when you start to see problems are good. Because when we start to talk about tax problems, that's a good problem to have. But you are, you're right. You know, even though you're going uphill when you're scaling anything, you get deeper in your relationships. You start telling the truth about stuff and really, really listen. You're going to bring out some shit. And all of a sudden, those relationships, which you think, yes, I'm developing this awesome relationship. It's going really well. We're getting so deep. And then bang, fuck, I hit a nerve. I said something last night that was my truth and I wanted to become vulnerable. And it didn't come off how I planned. And it's like, that's a good thing because now you're starting to build, build you. And yeah, you, you're always going to fall in the shit. So yeah. 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 Something else that you said that really resonates with me is this whole idea behind we are in a, a time where people want instant gratification, right? Yeah. With the internet, it's like, okay, I Google everything that I use MapQuest. Yeah. I, I don't use MapQuest or any of these GPS because I still want to use my brain. So I yeah. still like yeah. look up an address, I'll look at a map and I'll go, okay, I know how to get here. That's how I do it because I still want to exercise that part of my brain of like, hey, I'm going to drive, yeah. you know. But yeah. the thing is, is that people think think that they are going to do something and then in a year's time or six months time or a month's time that it's just going to happen. You know, and Andy, Andy Frizzell talks about this a lot of like, Hey, it's going to take you years, right? Yeah. So you got to stop thinking right now that, you know, that this is going to happen right now. I mean, that's just like with my podcast right now, I'm doing this right now. I'm putting in the work right now. 
And, you know, I may only have, you know, a thousand listeners or, you know, a thousand downloads or whatever. However, I am confident as long as I'm consistent and I continue to do this week after week after week and I connect with people like yourself week after week after week, that it will grow because I'm putting in the work and I want it and I can feel it and I can see it. And I'm Absolutely. building that grit, right? And I'm shooting yeah. after my what I want. And I'm shooting after my dreams. And I'm not taking Absolutely. no as an answer. Like, it's just yeah. not an option for me. Yeah. No, absolutely. Anybody who has done anything, anyone that has achieved anything had to start at the bottom. You know, you, you have to start your driving when you're a learner driver and you have to have someone sitting beside you when you want to build, become a black belt. I, I become a black belt when I was younger. It was a dream of mine to become a martial artist, fight in the ring and do all that shit. But you've got to start as a white belt. You know, you have to start at the bottom and you have to be appreciative of who you are and be proud that you're a white belt. And it's, you know, I... Oh, hundred percent. You just got to, you got to find something that you're willing to do. And the reason why that means so much is if you've got a 10 year plan or a 20 year plan to build something, you might crush it in a quarter of that time. You might blow it away, but the key is your discipline and consistency to want it. Because if it doesn't take, if, if in 10 years, if you haven't achieved it, one, you've got to enjoy what you're doing. But two, you've got to be willing to just keep going and keep going and keep going like Colonel Sanders. Success is what you do every day. Success is not the end result because so many people will say, oh, I just wish I could work out a way to make a million dollars or $5 million or whatever it is, because then I would kick back and relax. Or you hear those guys that go, why is someone like Bill Gates, he's got all these $40 million worth of shares or whatever he's got. Why doesn't he just sell up? If that was me, I'd sell up and just relax. And like, I just smile at them and I go, that's why it's not ever going to be you because he's never, ever had that thought. It's a, it's a whole different mindset that you have to be willing to go after something forever. And it's, and it's no different with your body and your relationships. If you think I'm just going to fake this for 12 months, I'm going to put in the work, I'm going to do 75 hard, and then after that, I'm going to have this awesome life. No, you're going no. to get your results. And then if you don't stick to it in 200 days, you're going to be back to where you were. Yep. Same as your relationships. If you put in an That's effort right. in that first 12 months, you know, that stage that everyone does, you go through that romantic you know, doing everything for each other, bullshitting, bullshitting. And then after 12 months, you settle back into who you really are and you realize that you didn't even like each other. I mean, there's, there's so many problems in this world because of instant gratification and mm. you really have to step back and have a look at what you really want to do and then decide that you're not chasing money. You're chasing impact, you're chasing fulfillment and you want to be happy every day doing what you're doing. And then all that money comes. Everything else money comes behind that. Money always follows the work. It'll, it'll follow always. you. Right. 75 hard for me, one of the biggest things I realized is that I'm never done, right? Like that was one of the biggest things I realized is that, you know, I was overweight. I had all this stuff. I had all this crap that I needed to deal with. And I got to tell you, once I got all that in line and, you know, when I completed 75 hard, I realized like, ah, like I got to do it again. And so I I plan to do it again, right? And and the reason being is, is because I know that I need to have focus and I need to have something to be focused on to move me forward. And that uncomfortable feeling that I get about doing it is what I need to lean into because that is what is going to cause me to grow. That is what is going to cause me to get to the next level, right? Yeah. And I hear that. That's the drive. I hear it constantly from people who are successful is that that uncomfortableness, you need to lean in that and yeah. really push through that because that's where the growth happens and that's how you're going to get better. Absolutely. And, and one of the things that I find is people fuck the use of that word up, hustle, because you can use hustle in your situation there. You've got hustle every day. You know, you've got drive, you've got passion, you've got purpose behind what you're getting up for every day. People go and use that word hustle in shit that they don't like doing and they cause themselves to have breakdowns and anxiety attacks and they hustle, hustle, hustle. And it's like, man, you don't enjoy what you do. Why the fuck would you want to do that? It's not about the end result. Remember it's about every day being in the present, loving what you do. It's amazing. I mean, I was was talking to a guy yesterday about, he wanted me to, he didn't want me to take up. I'm at the moment. So I'm doing, I go to the gym, I do weights. I do a lot of outdoor activity. I do hiking and I also do a lot of boxing. And I was a martial artist and a kickboxer. And he wanted me to get into, oh, sorry, it was that F45. And I went, yeah, look, you know, I was once interested in that. I was once interested in CrossFit. I had interest in getting back into jujitsu and doing all this stuff. But I've got to really step back and make a decision. 
What do I want? What are my goals? How am I going to get there? Am I willing to put 10 years into it? And I, I made a decision on CrossFit and F45 and Jiu-Jitsu that no, weights, yes. Boxing, yes. I enjoy them. And I, you have to enjoy what you do. And that's why the blueprint that we put together for everybody isn't the same blueprint. Everyone's is different. And you just yeah. got to find something that you're really passionate and love doing. And, and that's the key moving forward. Yeah, I love that. It's so so much truth in that statement. Like, you know, it's funny because like fitness is a prime example is that people always want, what's your macros? Like I'll hear constantly, you know, because I've lost 75 hard. I think I lost like 35 pounds. So yeah, significant. I mean, my physique is completely changed. My mindset is completely changed. I'm a completely different man than I was. So, you know, well, it was about 90 days ago now, completely different. But people are like, what did you do? It's like, well, what I did is not what you need to do, right? Yeah. Because it's specific to you. And so often people get caught up in, instead of chasing after what they need for them, they're chasing after what you're doing, right? Exactly. So I can listen to you and I can say, okay, Anthony told me that he's doing this, 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 and this, and this, right? And then I could try to mimic that and do this, 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 and this, and this. But that's not going to work for me because there are things that I can use from you. There are ideologies that I can use from you. There are concepts that I can use from you. However, I need to be specific to my situation. I need to be specific to what I'm after, where I'm headed, and the direction I'm going, right? Because you're an app developer. I'm a firefighter. I run a, a trailer business running trailers. I do IVs as my side hustle. Those are the things that I'm doing right now. And so I can use your concepts, but... The same things that you do day to day to day to day is not going to pertain to me necessarily and vice yeah. versa, right? Like you're not Absolutely. going out and starting IVs or you're not going out and exactly. doing yeah. those things. You're just, it's just yeah. different, right? It and is. So- and yeah. I mean, a lot of people get lost because I have people that came to me for years saying, I want to build an app. I want to do what you're doing. And I said to them, no, you don't. You want the fulfillment and the feeling that I've got. You just think that the way I did it is the way you should do it. And exactly what you said, that's, that's the point. I, I see people that start boxing because they see me boxing on my Instagram stories, on my, my stories, my social media, and they'll start sending me photos saying, you inspired me, I've started the box. And I'm like, awesome. And two months later, they've stopped because they realize that they weren't that interested in it. And then they give up because then they feel like I don't have it. You know, I haven't worked it out. And, and I constantly say in my stories, like, I continually just tell people mindset is everything. You have to get inside your head. You have to ask the tough questions and you have to work out what do you want? But you ask that question to most people, what do you want? Most people can't answer that. And that's fucking sad because they'll tell you offhand, oh, I just want money. I need money. It will solve all my relationship problems. It will solve all of these things that, I've, that are going on in my life. And I'll go, that's bullshit to start with. Money's not your problem. You are. But Forget money. Let's just take money out of that situation. What do you want? Where do you want to be? And what do you want in life? The scary thing is when they ask themselves that question and become honest, they've got no fucking idea. Mm. But it makes them think and they go away and then they think. And, and, you know, a point you made earlier about getting back to the basics and doing stuff. I always write. I love to handwrite because I think with technology, we, we text everyone, we use computers. And, and I was always a neat writer. I was a, a very good drawer. And I love actually putting things on paper. And being active at writing is so much more beneficial than typing on a keyboard. When you can mm. feel the words that you're writing, they'll go into your brain. When you're mm-hmm. sitting here and like a robot, which I did for so long, just typing away, there's no connection. It's just right. tapping these things away and getting back to nature. Another thing you said, which reminds me, you told me, after you finished 75 hard, you were going to go every day and do a workout outdoors for a year. How's that still going? Do, still doing it every day, man. Love it. Love I'm it. doing it every single day and I am not going to let up on that because I know that, you know, that is what is going to help me to, to move forward, right? Discipline. It is. That, yeah. Exactly. And that's that. It's what, it, what Andy says is that that bitch voice it telling is. me yeah. that I, like I'm not going to do it. And there's been a couple of days where I woke up and I was like, like, man, I had to go out and walk it at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Because I struggled, but I was like, you know what? I made a promise. To, I, you know, I, I don't made a promise to anybody other than myself. That's the case. Right. And so if yeah. I, if I did that, if I gave up on myself, like, yeah. then what am I, what am I doing? What's the purpose? That, that was where we got into the shit position when we give up on ourselves. People say to me all the time, how do I build up self-confidence? 
How do I build up that energy that you've got? How do I become the person that I want to be? And it's exactly what you just said then. You do the shit that you tell yourself you're going to do. That's the key. Make a decision. Tell yourself, I am going to do this and then prove to yourself that you're going to do it. Because the day that you give up on yourself doesn't matter about anyone else. You've just lost all your own self-confidence and your internal bitch voice will say to you, you're not going to do that. Last time you told me you were going to do something, you gave up before you give up. But if you beat that voice, then you get the power over yourself. And that's where the mindset comes completely over your whole body. That weight that you couldn't lift, your mindset says, no, you can lift it. And all of a sudden you've got more strength than you have physically because you've built this strong mindset, this discipline, this self-confidence from doing the shit that you tell yourself you're going to do. So I love that. I mean, I love the fact that you've given yourself a year because already you've realized 75 days is, is quite a long time when you're doing 75 hard. But in the scheme of things, it's very small. So you've very opened small. that up to a year of discipline. And that, like you said, will change your life. In every way, shape or form, everything in your life will get better because you, are, you have self-belief and you are building up yourself and not giving a fuck what anyone else says about you. Yep, so I love absolutely. that, brother. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, there's going to be some days where it's going to suck. It's going to snow. Yeah. I've yeah. already walked in the rain. It's been cold. Like, yeah. But I know it's coming and I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. That's you know? it. And it's because best. here's the thing is that at the end of the day, every day I crawl into bed, whether it's at my bed at work or it's at yeah. my bed at, at my house next to my wife, I have to be okay with what I did that day. Right. Yeah. And if I, if I'm not like them, what, what, what am I doing? That's Why okay. am I doing it? Like where, you know, yeah. if you can't get into bed at night and go, yeah. you know what? I'm okay with where I am right now in this moment. Like you better get some shit figured out and pull it together yeah. and, and make some Great. changes, you know, Great. because if you don't, you are headed down a downward spiral that is going to be terrible. Yeah, you are. And, and I've been there. I mean, when you put your head on that pillow at night and every single night you start to think about what you don't have. You start to think about all the decisions that you want. You want to lose that weight. You want to build that business. You want to save more money. You want a better relationship. You're in the wrong mindset. Like you are in a scarcity mindset. And what do you do to overcome that? You go and take up addictions. You drink or you go and take on, you take drugs or you go and, you go and do all of these things to take your mind away from the truth. And by simply going back and building up that self-confidence by doing what you told yourself you're going to do, that's where lives change. We see it with transformations all the time. When someone finally goes, I'm going to do this, I love watching those people. I love the person that comes from behind that says, no one's going to stop me. You know, that, that means everything to, to see people transform like that. And it's, we're transforming every day. We can't, like you said before, we can't stop doing the work. There is no insight. I don't want to retire. I've retired once from my business thinking that I could retire and it lasted a day. Like, I don't want to retire. I just wanted to say I wanted to retire. Um, like, who wants to retire? Fuck. When you build a life doing everything that you want to do and you build into that life family and friends and fun and making money and business and all of those things and physical fitness, like, why would you want to retire from that? Like, that's the key. Building, building a life now that you want to live forever. Yep. I mean, I that's, that. that's how you get your drive. But I love yeah. that, brother. Well, I have really, really enjoyed this conversation, man. So I am I, man. super, super pumped. I got a chance to talk to you and uh, I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to speak to you again soon at some point. Yeah, um, definitely, brother. Is there, is there anything that, you know, any, any other things you want to just leave with the listeners with anything that you really uh, like, you know, a motto or something that you try to live by every day to, to help you to, to truck through? I think the key to every day is winning the day. And I know it's an Andy phrase, but you got to get up every single day and you got to get your mindset ready for battle. And you've got to say, shit is going to happen today, but I've made a plan and I'm going to execute on that plan. And no matter what happens, all I need to do is win today. Discipline will get me through today. You don't even need consistency. You just got to have discipline for today, win today, and then next tomorrow, start again. Like consistency comes, but discipline is the key. And every single day, I still have to do that. I have to wake up. I have to set my mindset for shit's going to happen today. Things are going to go wrong. Things are going to go bad. I'm ready. I'm expecting them. I'm ready for battle. Prepare your body. Prepare your mind. Prepare everything. Be very appreciative. Gratitude. Gratitude is the key. 
because when shit goes downhill, if you've been grateful for everything you've got and you've got people that really care about you, then you've got support. So I think it's just win the day, man. Win the day every day. Get up. Just win today. Like you said, stay present, be in the moment, have fun doing what you're doing, but always want more. That's, that's one thing that I always, I always believe I can give more, I can serve more, and that makes me want more. So that's my drive. I keep on hearing this term, uh, blissfully dissatisfied. Yeah. I've heard 100%. that several times and that's, I, I really, I, that really resonates me with that whole blissfully dissatisfied, happy with the day, but dissatisfied yeah. with where I am because I strive for more. Definitely. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So. I love it. It's the first time I heard that I, I said the same thing. That is me to a T and I want to be grateful and appreciative and I'm happy, but I know there's more and I'm willing to have more of a go tomorrow because I'm going to be 1% better tomorrow. It's only small piece, small pieces. Like I've started my outdoor workouts every day. This time I started 75 hard again two days ago, but this time I'm doing it with the weighted vest. Last time I didn't have the vest, so now I've added 15 kgs, which is say 35 pound to my, my walks and I'm loving that because again, it's just like just being a bit better than last time. Same as with business, learn a bit more, read a bit more, execute a little bit more, send a few more grateful texts to people, appreciate a few more people, say hello in the street, smile a bit more, like all these little things, they just build a better life. And I think every day, just adding that little bit more to the winning the day is the key. Love it, brother. I could sit here and talk to you with that for hours, <laughs> uh, but man, I... I really appreciate this. Uh, really appreciate you coming on. And uh, thanks again, man. No, same to you, Nick. I, I appreciate the time and um, I hope your listeners got something out of it, brother. All right. Thanks, bro. Thank you. This has been another episode of Building Grit, One Call at a Time. I appreciate you tuning in. You can find me on Instagram at building underscore grit. Please make sure to leave me some comments and let me know if there's any content you want to hear. Thanks. Thanks.